the college baseball experience weekend preview for May 13th and world series futures on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. It's live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. Uh, so grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome to the college baseball experience weekend picks and, and like a futures episode here. We got some, we got some college baseball world series futures that we're excited to talk to you about. Uh, my name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price. But no one touches Dundee. <laughs> wait, wait! Baseball has a real tournament. They have the the NCAA baseball tournament. It's a real tournament where lots of teams have a chance. <laughs> if only football could do it. They can do it in basketball. They can do it in baseball. They can do it in every other sport on the planet. Anyway, I am joined by the the real heartbeat of the college baseball experience. This guy, uh, jack of all trades. You you hear him on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Yeah, he's writing articles on all different types of sports. He just knows it all, but especially knows the baseball world, whether it's MLB or college baseball. I give you Noah Beanick. How you doing, Noah? How's it going, Colby? Uh, yeah, the and there's nothing like the college baseball NCAA tournament because there is a 64 team tournament. But unlike the 64 or whatever 68 team tournament that the college basketball tournament that March Madness brings, we have 16 teams that get to host the regional in their home ballpark. So it adds another dimension to uh, this great tournament and everybody gets to play in one centralized location for two weeks at the end in Omaha, Nebraska, the, like you said, the heartbeat of college baseball. Exactly. And, and, uh, and what, uh, what about the, the, the kids got to study, man. <laughs> what a what a the, joke. The, that excuse has been from, from here on out, there is no school. They've yeah. all taken their exams. I know they're done. This it's is just, it's just baseball. That's just. I'm sorry. You know me. I'm a college football guy too, and it's such a joke when they say, "Well, you know, they can't dive into December. They can't do that." Uh, meanwhile, they, they, FCS D two tutors, <laughs> yeah. aka they do their homework for them. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, I would just love to see a large playoff in in college football. As much as I love college football, we know the postseason's a sham. Um, but here we are. I agree. Here we are with the uh, w- with with a wild college baseball season upon us. Um, I, I think you know. I guess before we we really get into all that stuff, I mean, what's your biggest takeaway from the season? By the way, and, and every time I I watch Oregon State, I think about our first episode that we did, and I go, dude, <laughs> you were all over that. You were all over that uh, on Oregon State being good this year, um, and what they're currently—I'm looking at the top twenty-five. They're currently ranked number two right now. Tennessee still at one at forty-two and six. Oregon State at two. Oklahoma State at three. Arkansas at four. Virginia Tech at five. The Miami Hurricanes at six. Uh, Louisville at seven. Stanford at eight. Texas Tech at nine, and Texas A&M at ten. Now, what's the biggest one there that just jumps out to you? Is like, oh, I did not see that one coming. Because I can tell you this: in the office here at the SGPN studios, uh, I think it was the first day of college baseball season. I put Virginia Tech up on the up on up on God's eye, you know, up on the the the, the TV monitors, 
And you know, uh, Ryan real money Kramer from the sports gambling podcast went to Virginia tech and they blew out somebody. I don't remember who it was, but they were right state. Yes. They, they put out like, I feel like 20 runs in that game that we were watching. And yeah. Ryan was like, ah, we're never that good. And I go, I don't know. You look pretty fucking good right now. And look <laughs> at it, look at them. And we, and then I did it like the next couple of weeks. And I feel like every time I tuned in for the most part, they were winning and they're 33 and 10 and number five in the country. I need to have a conversation with real money Kramer because even as a hokey, I think he was doubting a, a, a run like this in the college baseball uh, regular season here, but, but what is uh, in the top 10? Cause that's the one that jumps out to me of one that I would have not thought, Yeah. but uh, is there one that you would have circled? I know, like, I know you were spot on with Oregon state. I feel like, um, so w- w- what's one that, that jumps out to you? Yeah. So hopefully some uh, college experience diehard listeners that listen to Colby and they gave me a chance when the, when Colby brought me onto the podcast and they listened to basically it was Oregon state. And then a lot of the other ones just kind of uh, just meddled in mud as of right now, but Oregon state's the one that's the one that I'm going to like hold on to dearly because that team looks really dang good right now. Um, but yeah, I remember you sparked memory. Um, I took Wright state as a dog in almost all three of those games against uh, Virginia tech. <laughs> then who knew? Who knew? Wright state, yeah. <laughs> right state's just a regional team to me and i know they're a really good hitting team i'm like i know they're gonna they're they were like plus 300 plus 350 or something like that i was like i know they're a good hitting team they should steal one of these three games against virginia tech and virginia tech just shit on them every game yeah in that three game series but uh for me um we all knew they were electric to watch about and to watch and i've talked about it on the podcast a few times it's Tennessee. And the fact that they've been at number one throughout the whole season after um, basically since Houston, the Shriners classic, um, they have emerged as like the number one team without a doubt. They hit home runs. They pitch well, they field well, they don't make any mistakes. It seems like, and they're just fun to watch and whether it's newsworthy because they're stirring up all this drama or they're, offensively kicking the crap out of some teams. Tennessee is like the story of the season for me and what has taken me a little bit off guard because I didn't expect them to be this good. Hey, and they got that sweet ass fur coat thing with the home runs looking like Broadway, (laughs) Joe, it's just fantastic. Uh, What's not to like about the Vols 42 and six. Yeah. So, I mean, those things would be the quick, t- I mean, first off, I mean, I'm a, I guess I'm a little shocked because normally you always see the warmer climates just completely destroy the colder climates. But I look and I see Yukon at number 13, <laughs> Notre Dame at yeah. 16, those two jump out. I guess you could make a case that Maryland's a little cold, but uh, cause you know, you start in February and March, February and March in Indiana and Connecticut, even Virginia, I think those are tough. I know Virginia keeps a decent program though, but uh, yeah, those two jumped out to me as as potentially like, whoa! I can't believe UConn. It, it, maybe UConn football, Jim Moore Jr. Maybe maybe this whole athletic department's coming around uh, after that great national championship they won the other year when they didn't play a game. Uh, so uh, let's hop into this future talk here. But before I hop into future talk, I want to tell you that uh, the college baseball experience is brought to you by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live. It's ready to download right now. It's free in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts and content. Noah Beanick writes a lot of great articles that, uh, that you'll get access to via the SGPN app or, you know, the next college baseball experience episode or, or whatever is your cup of tea. We have what? 24 different podcasts. So check us out. I think you'll dig it. Grab that thing today and let it ride. All right. So looking at the college baseball futures here, I mean, there, there, I, I get it. Okay. The sec seems to be having a down year, right? That's, that's kind of been the storyline because they're normally dominant in college, in college baseball of late, right? 
and both Mississippi teams are down in the dumps. Florida, uh, up until last weekend, had a losing record in the SEC. Uh, Vanderbilt, they're 500 in the SEC. Just a lot of these typical SEC powers are down, and we're not seeing as strong of a conference RPI as a result. Yeah, I'm seeing this is the first time in nine years where the ACC has a higher conference RPI than the SEC. That is correct. It's, uh, the ACC just looks like it has more depth. They might not have a Tennessee or an Arkansas in the conference, but the quality of competition they're pl- that they're playing weekend in and weekend out is seems to be a little bit better than the SEC right now. Yeah, I mean uh, that's that that is pretty fascinating alone right there in its own right. So, uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, look in, in order to dogpile in Omaha, the two most important stats to look at prior to the, to the tournament uh, beginning from, from what I understand is, is team ERA and team and team fielding percentage. Uh, would you say that's correct? Yeah, quite literally. If a team doesn't pitch well all year, they won't make it three days during the NCAA tournament's first round regional where you could play up to five games in it. And if you're kicking the ball around around the infield, uh, errors are going to cost you because this isn't quite the MLB. Uh, They're amateur baseball players. They make mistakes frequently in games. And uh, that's why all of our totals are in the low teens and most totals in the MLB, you find them in the seven, eights and nines. You're finding college baseball totals sitting at 14 and 15. It's um, crazy. Um, maybe not Colby watchable defense. It's more <laughs> offense. Crazy. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, it makes sense in college sports. Yes. I am pro defense when it comes to football and basketball, you know, I, 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 I like, uh, well, just pretty much even baseball. I, I still like a good defensive team. All right. Give me defense. Uh, I got to ask you before we dive into these futures on who we like, you know, I'm an East Carolina guy. All right. You know, that's my team. I know we came in with, with, with high, high expectations, but our, our, our star pitcher, uh, what, what, what was that story on on why he was suspended? Did he get caught with some reefer or something? I don't know what happened. What, what, what's, what, I, I, what, what, what happened to him? Carson Wisenhut was, he was taken. Uh, he, he had an illegal uh, substance in his system. Now I don't know if that was planned or whatnot, but he, he came out with like a, a well-written statement that said it was uh, not on purpose. And he didn't know that the substance that he was using, I think it was some kind of uh, workout regiment that he was using, but uh, yeah, he didn't know that it was on I'd, the ban list. Which you're, you're probably supposed to know that list, um, but yeah, well, Carolina for you. I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that woman. All right. Look, uh, what a great answer. Like, I didn't know what was in there. I was just doing a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You could be like Trevor, Trevor Bauer too. What's going on in the MLB with that guy. But yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So uh, overall though, I look as an ECU fan, I'm sitting back here like this. Oh man, that's a heater. Uh, uh, look, I, I understand we've been a disappointing team this year, based on the expectations the preseason polls have. We have, uh, you know, we had a lot of hype coming into the season, but are we still alive? Do we still? Do we still? You know, do we? Can we make a run? Give me, give me I what would, you really believe. I would say this: um, the American most of the time is a one bid conference. The conference tournament winner goes. Although this year there seems to be a group of teams at the top. It's, it's sort of a chase. Like if you watch the tour de France, uh, there's that pack at the front that they call the chase where they're uh, leading most of the race. I believe that's the term, the vocabulary term, if you were into cycling, but anyways, um, there's like four or five teams in the American that seems to be boosting up East Carolina's RPI and they seem to be in that large resume as of right now. Like they're not on the bubble. They're slightly in They're in like the forties and fifties range, but East Carolina has a chance if they don't screw up these last two weeks and in the conference tournament, they should be able to 
give it a shot because this is a team that has uh, had some good postseason history. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we you don't let us get in, don't let us get hot, <laughs> all right? Because uh, look, and Wizen Hunt, you know what I mean? This is uh, Wizen Hunt's answer to the NCAA. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I don't know. It's been a disappointing, it's been a disappointing season, but we can still rally the troops. All right. We can still rally the troops. I'm holding out hope for my pirates and I, what, we're just two weeks away from conference tournament action, three weeks away from the NCAA tournament going on. Hell yeah. And you better believe you can gamble on all this stuff, folks. So uh, we, here we are with some, some interesting, uh, futures. I want to go over here. Uh, give me, give me your top, I don't know, or give me a couple futures, like a couple teams that you think, Hey, this is a team with some juicy value that can make a deep run in the tournament and perhaps win the whole, what, what, what does uh, Jake Taylor say in uh, major league? Let's win. There's only one thing left to do Win the whole fucking thing. All right. So who could do that? So I mean, I'm going to looking at this list of teams uh, that they are providing odds for to win the college world series. We're talking about winning the college world series. We're not talking about, yeah, they're good enough to get there. You know what I mean? So I see some value oozing out on a couple of teams that pass our three things. Okay. They're in the ACC. They're in the best conference in the country. They pitch. Well, they have great team ERAs. And the threshold that I was looking for was under four. And maybe you got a little bit of leeway slightly over a four ERA. Um, and then also a good fielding percentage. And now I'm like talking about if you're making more than one error game, it's not a team that's going to succeed in Omaha. Omaha is a big park and it plays to a more defensive pitching style team versus a team like Tennessee that will go out there and hit bombs on offense. And that's what they rely on. Um, we just saw Tennessee lose a series to Kentucky and Kentucky has one of the biggest parks in the sec and the wind was blowing in Tennessee had no way of scoring runs in that series. And they lost two or three um, to the wildcats. And uh, for example, last year, Vanderbilt, they kicked the ball around all over the place in the college world series against Mississippi state. And it kind of branches off team ERA you need at least two, preferably three dudes that can start baseball games for you. So like I said, I've got four ACC teams that I'm eyeing. My favorite team is actually the team with the longest odds here. Um, I'll touch on Virginia first. Uh, Virginia is 25 to one. They have the shortest odds to win the college world series. They're 35 and 12 on the year, 14 and 10 in the ACC. They're the 13th overall seed in D one baseball's NCAA tournament projections and UVA is 15th in the RPI. As of now, it, if that holds, we know Virginia will host a regional and an upset. If that occurs on the other side of their bracket, they could host a super regional so far this season, the Cavs are 27 and four at home. So if you're hosting in the NCAA tournament and you're 27 and four, that aids you quite a bit. Uh, in the national scenario here, Virginia is 12th in the country in team ERA at three, three sixty one, and their 40th in team fielding percentage at nine seventy six, making just under an error game. Add this as well. UVA is third in the nation in scoring, putting up 9.4 runs per game. Their remaining series are winnable. They have Clemson and Louisville on deck. So if you're if you're sold on Patty C's Cavaliers here, this may be a team that you need to buy right now at plus twenty five hundred price because that price will only rise. Virginia stars to watch are Jake Jelloff, who's forming a Golden Spikes Award argument as he's hitting three seventy six with seventeen home runs and sixty eight RBIs on the year, and on the mound. Those have depth with a top 15 team ERA, but Brian Gursky is seven and zero on the year with a two, five, three ERA recording 65 strikeouts in 53.1 innings. Wow, man. And, and UVA, I got to tell Patty C. So you're telling me there's a <laughs> chance. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that I feel like UVA either won the championship or were right there. Uh, I believe playing Vanderbilt, if memory serves me correct. So I believe it it's was easy to see a tide turn. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Uh, so the Cavaliers, hey, you know, light your tiki torches. 
could be a fun, fun, uh, what couple months for you. Um, give me another one. You said you had a couple in the ACC. Now, 25 to one is pretty juicy odds for the Cavaliers, but I see, yeah. I see there's, there's, uh, there's other pretty damn good odds out there for a couple of other ACC teams like, like uh, the Miami hurricane. Um, I mean, what 28 to one, the odds to, to, to win it all. Yeah. The hurricanes are plus 2,800 to win the college world series. They're 36 and 12 on the year. They're 17 and seven in the conference. They're the fifth overall seed in D one baseball's NCAA tournament projections. Miami is sixth in the RPI with those type of numbers that the committee loves to look at. Miami is almost a lock to host the regional. And as of now, they would be hosting a super regional in that in saying that the hurricanes are 26 and six at home on the season. Miami is 30th in the country in team ERA with a ratio slightly above our measurement at four with a four Oh nine. Miami is a little shaky, but acceptable with a nine seven two fielding percentage with 49 errors in 47 games. I'll cut them a little bit of slack here. Miami is 32nd in scoring in the nation with eight runs per game. What makes Miami dangerous is that they have the closest resemblance to this year's Kevin cops in their closer, Andrew Walters, who owns a 0.34 ERA with 13 saves, 50 strikeouts, and only four walks Damn. and 26.2 innings pitched. The emergence of Walters gave the Canes the courage to move Carson Palmquist, who was their original closer, into the top of their weekend rotation. Palmquist is seven and three on the year with a two nine five ERA and a ninety two to twenty strikeout to walk ratio. Miami's two remaining ACC series are tough. They're at Florida State this weekend, who has one of the best pitching rotations in the country, and then they host number sixteen Notre Dame. Maybe look to squeeze a little bit more value out of this plus 2,800 number on Miami at the end of the year after these two tough series. Interesting. The Miami hurricane. Now let me ask you this. I, I know the Vegas is telling us that Virginia is more likely. Do you think Miami's better than Virginia? Noah? I I would probably say Virginia has a little bit of better offense, more consistent uh, at the plate. Um, but Miami's right there. I, I would say a lot of these, all four of these teams that I have listed and that we are going to mention on this podcast, all four of them, I would say, you know, could win it all. And that's why, that's why we have them on here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so next up we got real money Kramers, gobble, gobble. the Virginia tech Hokies currently fifth in a D one baseball's top 25 and the fourth seeded team in their tourney projection. What do you make of uh, real money Kramer's Hokies? Is this a team that I know you, I know we just alluded to this, that these are four teams that we like uh, with some juicy odds, 30 to one Virginia tech is 30 to one. They're sitting there 34 and 10 uh, overall. Tell me about the Hokies and why you think they could win it all. Yeah, they're 14 and eight in the ACC. To see, and currently they're in great position with their final two series at home against the plagued five ERA Louisville pitching staff and the worst team in the SEC this year, Duke. Tech's RPI sits at seventh in the nation, and they're a whopping 23 and four at home. That'll come in handy since, barring a complete meltdown against Duke, they're cemented into being a national seed. Tech has a team ERA slightly above where we would like it to be. They're sitting at 419, but the season ending series against the Blue Devils should help that out a little bit. The Hokies have the country's 10th best team fielding percentage at 90, 981 and are 12th in scoring at 8.8 runs per game with the seventh best team batting average at 315. What's so dangerous about these Hokies is that they hit for great average and have six guys that have 10 or more home runs on the season. Sure. That doesn't play well in Omaha, but what will get them there is a 315 batting average that will play in Nebraska on the pitching side of things. The knock on them is that they don't have a traditional closer, but they do have drew Hackenberg and Griffin green at the front of their starting rotation. Hackenberg has eight and Griffin has seven wins on the season. Both guys have sub four ERAs and have exceptional strikeout to walk ratios. The starting duo and the bomb squad will lead the Hokies to Omaha and should do damage when they arrive. If you like Virginia tech, I would hop on this plus 3000 price right now. Hello. 
You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. Wow. I mean, those odds are, are I mean, I, I'll tell you this. I'm going to place a couple wagers right now as we're going through this and 30 to one for the Hokies. I mean, yeah, you mentioned all those things. Uh, Hackenberg and green, uh, you know, this, this pr- pretty darn good rotation. Uh, I, I I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm going to put some action down right now on the Virginia tech Hokies. Let's get it going. Let me just pl- cue some fucking music. The Hokies, they're going to do it this year. It was an omen when I saw them on the first day destroy Wright state. I'm putting some action down on the Hokies right now. 200 units. Well, oh, actually two units, <laughs> 200 <laughs> units. It would be who do you think I am? Burt Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> it would be great for SGP. If Virginia tech would have come up, would come out on top in this yes. tournament this year, the first year of the college baseball experience and Kramer's team wins it. That would be great content. Wouldn't it be a hundred percent man. So hop in on this folks. There are great odds out there. Get in on this action. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the end of June. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. It's the end of June. What else is going on other than MLB uh, NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs are probably over uh, June 26th through 28th, I believe is one of the college world series is. What do you think? Would we be able to get Kramer who I think he doesn't really like baseball too much, right? Would we be able to get him to no- Omaha, Nebraska? Oh, I, you know what? I mean, potentially, potentially we, we would have to, I mean, he's the problem is, is he's not a big baseball guy, which is he grew up a a huge Yankees fan. Like his house has Yankees stuff everywhere. (laughs) Uh, But I feel like recently he's been turned off by, by baseball, but uh, I'm sure we could potentially, you know, figure something out. I know he's got to go to Detroit in a couple weeks. So Omaha, Detroit, somewhere over there. Maybe we can make that work. All right. Maybe we can put some more action down on the Hokies. That's what I got to do is talk to real money Kramer about that. Uh, Look, there's another team out there in the ACC that is 40 to one. And I'll be honest. I would have, I would have never figured that they would be in this position. I mean, look, I'm not the most, I'm not sitting over here being able to recite every great year in this program's history, but Notre Dame up there in South Bend, Indiana. I've been there. I've done stand up there and look this it's cold as shit. Uh, it's amazing that they can get, get the, uh, the team together uh, 40 to one odds though. They're 29 and 10. They're the 10th overall seed in D one baseball's uh, NCAA tournament projections. And just like uh, Virginia, the fighting Irish find themselves on the fringe of being a top eight national seed. I mean, what do they got a series against pit left? Uh, I mean, the, I, bu- they're on the bubble, right? And uh, what Miami? So Notre yeah. Dame's in a spot where they can build up this resume. Now, sure, it's a it's a road series down in Miami, but hey, the cocaine's good down there. All right, <laughs> and and look, just just one win in that three game series would do would do you know a great things for uh for the old uh go, you know the Golden Domers you know uh the for their RPI that would just jump right up. They're currently ranked eleventh. What what do you make of uh of the Fighting Irish? I see they're fifteen and two at home this year, man. Yeah, this Notre Dame is uh, my favorite of these four. Now, um, coming into the year, and maybe this is why uh, you you're a little bit striking back by seeing this team on this list is because I am too. Um, I was doubting home run Jesus at the beginning of the year. I was doubting their pitching staff, but the Fighting Irish did. They are 16th in the country with a 3.84 ERA. array. Notre Dame is eighth in the country in team fielding percentage with a 9.82. And with 9.2 runs scored a game, Notre Dame is 19th. As a team, they hit for great average at 301, putting them 25th in the nation. This team, if they get there, will play very well in Omaha. And if they're hosting to get there, they're 15 and two at home. Come on now. One of my biggest worries coming in to this year with the preseason was Notre Dame starting rotation. Like I mentioned, all three of their starters have ERAs under three, seven, 
John Michael Bertrand on Fridays has been incredible, incredible for Notre Dame. He's six and one with a two, three, five ERA. And he holds a 71 to 17 strikeout to walk ratio. <laughs> I'm predicting that it's only up from here as there is plenty of opportunities for improvement on Notre Dame's resume. They could be a national host come tournament time. And if they're playing at home, this team's dangerous. Well, well, I don't get they bring the cold. But Lou Holtz, former Notre Dame head coach, with those comments on, on seeing how well this Fighting Irish team has been playing this year. So, your favorite play of the ones we mentioned right now is forty to one, uh, putting some action down on the Irish. Why not? Hey, I like it, folks. Make sure look at this. We're giving you four of our favorite plays here. Uh, Noah Beanick. I'm already jumping in. On, I'm actually going to jump in on, on three of the four. All right. I'm going to jump in on, I already have re- action on Virginia tech. I'm going to put some down on the Irish. I'm an Irish guy. And then uh, I'm going to throw some down on the Wahoos. I can't take the Miami hurricanes. You know what I mean? Like they're down there in Miami. I just can't, I can't root for them. All right. I can't, I can't take them. I'm going to take, I'm going to put down 25 to one for the, for the Wahoos to win it all. Uh, I know the Hokey fans are probably like, what the hell is this guy doing? He's taking both Virginia and Virginia tech um, 30 to one action on the Hokies. And then I'm, I'm going to dabble some, uh, throw a little bit uh, of action on the, uh, on the old uh, fighting Irish here with Lou Holtz. Now, Noah, are you betting all four of those? No, as of right now, I have a lot of action already. <laughs> I have 10 darts on the board. Uh, well, not 10, I have five darts on the board and I have, 10 that I wrote about on an article in the preseason. So my plan is to write an article uh, prior to the tournament beginning. And I plan on barring uh, any ridiculous uh, letdowns in the last two weeks, these four teams would probably be on there. Um, And the one that I'm going to play today that I am going to bet today is Notre Dame at 40 to one. Now I already, like we mentioned, I already have Oregon state at 33 to one. Um, and there's two other teams on this radar where they pitch well, they, uh, field well, and they're going to hit for average. And that team, their recipe is going to be great in Omaha. And you're going to find Tennessee. They're plus 400. You don't want a plus 400 dog. You you don't want to, you don't want to ride that sweat for three weeks in college (laughs) baseball when just improbable things happen. We saw it last year with Arkansas. Like I've mentioned a lot in this podcast, they were the number one team head and shoulders above everybody. And they dropped at the NC state because they were the hottest team in June. Um, So yeah, Tennessee, they pass all of these requirements and they're plus 400 for a reason, but you know, that's just not that fun. And the other one is Arkansas at 11 to one. The only thing that nerves me about them is the team hitting the batting average and just uh, scoring in general, they rely on their pitching to win them games. That's the only nerve nerve wracking thing about them that I don't like. So the, that's kind of like when we're mentioning at the beginning of March madness season, the 10 commandments, those are a couple of stats that you need to look at when you're looking for college world series features. Yeah. And what uh, Oregon state 25 to one. And, and I, I know you gave them out early at 33 to one well, Oregon state's actually 10 to one. I'm just saying that's cheaper than 25 to one. Sorry. Oh no, I got you. So yeah, 10 to one for the beeves. Uh, wow. They were 33 to one in February folks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Noah B Nick, Noah B Nick gave you that. I hope, I, I hope you backed him on that. All right. Nice beaver. Um, all right. Well, look, before we hop into this, because there's a lot of great action happening this week and all over the college baseball landscape. So buckle down. You don't just have NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs and USFL. You got some college baseball and, and MLB, but I mean, college baseball, these, these rivalries are fantastic. The MLB you got all season. There's 162 games. You could, t- you could take a week off, take a couple weeks off, <laughs> uh, jump back in. And right now dial down uh, you know, or dial up the, uh, the college baseball. But before I get to this weekend's uh, card, I want to tell you folks out there, that the college baseball experience is brought to you by manscaped. Yes. Fellas. Have you started spring cleaning yet? Because let me tell you the carpets need cleaning. The drapes need dusting and your lawn needs mowing. 
Spring has sprung and the global leaders in below the waist grooming. Well, they got the best tools for cleaning old aisle five, AKA your in your pants. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it's time to clear out the, the winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust, trust manscape by going to manscape.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code S G P. I mean, you got to do this. All right. These are, these are important things here. Manscaped is uh, is also committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their, we save balls initiative. So, but you got to do this anyway. You're I'm telling you, you get this lawnmower thing they have. All right. Uh, look, I, I, this thing is a lawnmower 4.0. Because look, you don't want to just grab the scissors or, you know, try, you know, I don't know what the hell you try. Guys are dumb that we've done. We've done dumb shit for a long time. All right. But thank God it's 2022 and they have something like the lawnmower 4.0 in like 1985. You were, you were screwed. You know what I mean? You're just trying all these different concoctions to try to, you know, I guess, I guess most of the time people just punted on it, but the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is, is, is precise it's very precise to shave on your hedges. Uh, if you know what I mean? So uh, it's waterproof. Cause I mean, knowing me, I'd probably electrocute myself back in the day. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't. It's got an led light. All right. So even if you're not shaving yourself, just if you're fucking bored, you can shine that thing around. All right. That's a lot of fun and it helps prevent nicks, snags, tugs, you know, all those things in those delicate areas. So uh, check that out. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. We're also brought to you by athletic greens and their AG one supplement. Probably wondering, Hey Colby, the hell are you talking about? Uh, well, let me break it down for you with one delicious scoop of AG one. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day. Right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and your aging shit. I mean, I'm telling you that, that well, that's like a, that's a, that's a inside the ballpark grand slam right there. All right. That's an inside the ballpark grand <laughs> slam right there. All those things It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. All right. So instead of going to get a cold brew, why don't you work on something that will help your, your fucking like, look at me, man. I got gray hairs coming through now. I'm in my late thirties. Uh, I, I, I recently, when, when we got this sponsor, you better believe I've been loading up on the AG one supplement, trying to get those, those gray hairs to turn back Brown. Damn it. All right. Uh, look uh, to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreenscom slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. I also want to tell you the college baseball experience is brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? I hate to tell you that that's right though. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why here at the SGPN studios, we use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting a hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, you know, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your, your browsing history and more will be shielded from, or will be completely shielded actually from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you uh, virtually invisible online. It's that simple. Look, put it like this. John Gruden got busted, got fired from the, uh, fired from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I almost said the LA Raiders. Um, but John Gruden got fired for some emails. Well, first off, that was some bullshit. Let's be honest. I, I don't know if you're NFL fans or not, but that Roger Goodell, they were, they were, they were doing some type of, uh, they were checking Dan Snyder's emails and all these owners emails, but specifically for Dan Snyder's allegations, they found this email in there and, uh, 
And John Gruden got fired mid season because he called Roger Goodell a pussy, which I don't think he's wrong. But uh, at the same time, had he just used IP Vanish, John Gruden would still be sitting there calling plays, you know, and, and getting paid a ridiculous amount of money by the Las Vegas Raiders. So. IP Vanish is uh, offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners and a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free people. All right. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IP Vanish people. All right. This weekend we got action. We got just a nice, those, those were 10 out of 10 reads Colby. But let me just say this though. I have a line to pitch to manscaped. Um, be comfortable <laughs> playing the field of 64 on the field and off. Of. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, put you in, t- I'll put you in touch with them, man. I'll put you in touch okay. with the old, uh, right. with the old, uh, you know, weed whackers. Um, the, the lineup card this weekend. I mean, uh, which one are you most excited to see? There's a lot here. Uh, the yeah. Louisville at Virginia Tech. Uh, Louisville 34 and 13, currently number seven. Virginia Tech 34 and 10. Uh, I mean, this is one. What there's a three a three game series. That I think it ki- uh, kicks. It kicks. I said. Yeah. First pitch is on uh, what Friday. What do you? What do you? What do you? Who you think is going to walk away with this one? So. Louisville right now is 12th in the RPI. It's seven and seven on the road. They're eight and four against RPI top 25 teams. Whereas Virginia tech, they're seventh in the RPI 23 and four at home. Like we previously mentioned, and they're five and two against top 25 RPI teams on the mounds for both teams um, for Louisville, Jared Poland. He's three and three, three, one, five ERA and Griffin green will take the bump for the Hokies. He's seven and one on the year with a three, two ERA for me. It's simple. Um, I'm going to be playing the Hokies in all three games of this series. They have the much better pitching staff. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, the, the Louisville pitching staff is riddled with a, some high ERAs and it specifically comes in the bullpen. Now Poland might deal he might shove for five, six innings, but when the Hokies get into that pen, they should be able to cause some wreckage. And gobble, I, like, <laughs> I like Virginia Tech on the money line here, minus one thirty-five. Let's go! Let's go! I'm, I'm with you too. Obviously, I just placed a big future on the Hokies, so I will take them again this weekend. Look, Louisville's had their program. I'm not talking about baseball, but in general, all right, their athletic department been a little shaky recently. All right, so. Uh, I think that's uh, look right now. You don't want to ride the Cardinals, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball, give me the Hokies to get it done in Blacksburg. All right. We also have, so, so you're that? saying you don't want to ride the athletic department. Who's two recent coaches in basketball is Rick Pitino. Who's got caught for cheating <laughs> and Chris Mack, who left in the middle of last season compared <laughs> to Virginia tech's team that just won the ACC conference championship. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. And Louisville, don't forget Papa John. Papa John was a bit, yeah. was a big Louisville fan for a little Is bit. Is his name still on the football field? No, actually, that was fucking. I gotta give him credit, despite him being a it seems like a complete piece of shit racist. Um, <laughs> it, you know, I thought he did a power play. So after he got his name removed and he got you know let go, even though I'm sure that he got a lot of money in that, so I, I'm not gonna complain too much for him. He uh, he showed up to the Louisville Kentucky basketball game decked out in Kentucky gear. <laughs> so uh, the ultimate fuck you right there. You can tell, but who does that? I feel like in, in, in th- that's like, I mean, come on. That's like Redskins, Cowboys or Packers bears or, you know, army Navy. No one ever switches to the other side, but Papa John got a pass on that. And I, I yeah. love that. Uh, I don't know if you've been following that story that, that Dan Snyder and uh, J- Jerry Jones wanted, uh, they reached out to Papa John to try to get Roger Goodell fired back. <laughs> this is pre him getting caught being a racist. Um, but uh, either way, pretty hilarious that uh, that they were all pals. Makes you wonder. Yeah, makes you I'm wonder saying, a little bit. If when, they, when if they, the, what's that? When the when the racist? Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Um, I went to Louisville's campus uh, a few years ago, and I, that that was uh, it's a nice area, and you got the bridge behind it, so that's a stadium that is very nice. And I remember his name was just plastered on the stadium, so I had to ask. Yeah, now it's Shaq, man. That's why I've been saying we got to call Louisville stadiums the Shack. 
Okay. Shaq's the new sponsor of Papa John's, and I imagine they just they're still probably giving Louisville stuff. But yeah, Papa John, he's out. He's probably hanging out on Epstein Island. Uh, let's go next game. All right, Texas Tech, the Red Raiders, traveling to Stillwater, Oklahoma, to take on the the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Texas Tech, I feel like they keep a just a good program. Um, maybe back to the to Sonny Dykes, his dad Spike Dykes back in the day. Oh, I'm sorry, he was. Uh, yeah, Sonny Dykes was a great baseball player for Texas Tech. But I feel like ever since I was a kid, that this program has been prestigious. So, um, they're going into Stillwater. Is there a chance we get a little upset with the Red Raiders? I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them plus one twenty-five. The over unders at eleven and a half. Call me crazy. I'm going to take the uh, the the Red Raiders. To to I think I think you and the books are crazy for this Friday night price. Now, um, it's a little bit cheap. Uh, or it, it's juicy on Oklahoma state, but it's probably not high enough. Um, Texas tech starter is, or not starter. Their Friday night starter. Their ACE is actually pitching on Saturday. They're not throwing him against Justin Campbell, Oklahoma state's ACE. So um, I, I don't really think that the books were looking at these um, pitching matchups when they uh, assigned these pricings. So I'm going to ride uh, Justin Campbell with a two nine one ERA. He's seven and one on the year against Andrew Morris for Texas tech, um, Texas tech. They are 11 and seven in the conference. They're 41st in the RPI and they're only 10 and nine on the road. Not very convincing numbers. They're four and two against the RPIs, 25 top 25 teams. Whereas Oklahoma state, they're 18 and seven at home. They're fourth in the RPI and they're 14 and 10 against the RPIs top 50 with uh, with Campbell on the mound, the Cowboys are a different team and I'm not going to fade them on Friday. I will, however, take Texas tech on Saturday. And I actually think they pull this series off in Oklahoma state. Oh, there we go. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! So you're taking the Cowboys on Friday. Okay. Well, I'm with you there. You, you just swayed me. You swayed me. Give me the red Raiders. Then on I'm going to, I'm actually not going to touch the game tomorrow, right? I'll uh, give me the red Raiders for Saturday and Sunday. And I think they get the series. Uh, pull off a little, pull off a little magic, a little uh, Red Raider magic. Okay, we got Vanderbilt. Yeah, so hold on, I'll, I'll mention the pitching matchup on Saturday because Sunday is undetermined. But uh, Texas Tech, Brandon Birdsell, the ace for Texas Tech, he's got a two oh seven ERA. He's seven and two on the year up against Bryce Osmond, who has a four four seven ERA. He's four on four and one. But I love Texas Tech in that spot. And yeah, I, I would say Texas Tech Saturday and Sunday there should be good value. There we go. You heard it here first on the college baseball experience. Subscribe Uh, Vanderbilt, man. I can't believe they're number 24 in the nation. This is a blue blood here. Going to Fayetteville, Arkansas, number four Razorbacks. Uh, Well, I mean, look, part of me says, why not take Vanderbilt here? Knowing their, 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 their history, but man, Arkansas seems pretty fucking good this year. Yeah. So Friday, again, this is uh so Chris McElvain Vanderbilt starter had a little bit of uh, issues during the regular season. And they moved him back to Saturday. Now they've kept him pitching on Saturday, even though he's the clear number one of this weekend rotation. And this is again, another spot where I don't think the books have respected Arkansas uh, enough. Um, so Texas or Vanderbilt, they're starting um, Devin, no, they're yeah. Devin Futrell, who's eight and one with a two Oh three ERA. Um, I feel like the numbers here don't represent the true outcome that we're going to see in this game because Arkansas is 27 and five at home. They're seven and six against the RPS top 25 and they're 20th in the RPI. And again, that's just the sec being down this year, Vanderbilt's fifth in the RPI. RPI, but they're seven and 12 against the RPI's top 25. I really don't know how the numbers got cooked into the vendor into the Commodore's favor here. Like you said, they are a blue, blue blood in college baseball, and there's probably something fishy going on there. Um, so I'm going to be on Arkansas minus 125 here to get the win on Friday. All right. Noah Bina going with the Razorbacks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like maybe there is something fishy. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Uh, Hale State, man, twenty-five and twenty-four. It just doesn't seem right saying that. 
what happened to the days of uh of what last year or back back in the day they had Will Clark and Raphael Palmero, uh Mississippi State at Texas A and M in College Station. The Aggies don't look now they're in top ten, thirty and sixteen. Uh they're twenty first in RPI, nineteen and nineteen at home. I mean, what are you doing here? Yeah, uh, for me, it's. I want. I want to say it's pretty chalk? simple. I, I I don't want to say it's pretty simple. Fading the Bulldogs, the national, the defending national champions, but they're 104th in the RPI. They're seven and ten on the road, and they're four and eleven against the RPI's top 25. Texas A&M, they're 21st in the RPI, 19 and nine at home, with 11 and six, 11 and six record against the, the RPI's top 25. The pitchers for Friday have not been announced yet, but this seems like more of a motivation play. I don't think Mississippi State. Well, I'm not going to say I don't think they're not going to make the postseason. And at this point, the SEC, they cut back. So they eliminate the bottom two teams in the SEC prior to Hoover, the SEC tournament. Mississippi State's not going to even make the SEC tournament to at least have a chance to make the big dance. So I really don't know what Mississippi State would be playing for in this matchup. And Texas A&M is fighting for a national seed. So I'm going to, I'm going to take Texas A&M minus 160 and I'm going to parlay it with the next matchup that we're going to talk about. Oh, I like this. I like this idea here. We're talking par- a parlay here. Um, I like it. I mean, the A&M one makes complete sense. Mississippi state season's done. It's on to next year. I'm all over the Aggies. That actually is probably my favorite play of the ones we've mentioned so far. But I like this parlay you're talking here because Oregon state, we got pac 12 action. Number two in the nation. They're heading to Tucson, Arizona. Where look, I mean, the Wildcats might not be top twenty-five, but they're thirty-three and seventeen. Do I? Could there be? Could there be? I know you're high on the Beavers, but could there be a little upset in the desert in Tucson? Talk you know, there to could me. be. There could be an upset in maybe one game, but specifically Friday night with Cooper Jerby on the mound. He's nine and one on the year, two oh eight ERA. Not quite. Arizona, uh, the Wildcats will be pitching TJ Nichols in this matchup. He's five and three with a four five four ERA on the year. And for me, it's Oregon State. They're fourteen and three on the road. They're second in the RPI, ten and four against the RPI's top fifty. That is a great resume to be going on the road here. Uh, the Arizona, they're Arizona is pretty dang good in the in their own right. In the Pac twelve, they're fourteen and ten. They're putting up an argument to be a top four seed or top three seed top two seed in this PAC 12 tournament here coming up in two weeks. They're 40th in the RPI. They're 18 and 10 at home and they're three. No against RPI's top 25. So they might be able to pull off one game, but with jerpy on the mound, I don't quite see that with the beavers. All right. I mean, so, and you're saying parlay that, right? Yeah. So I'd be parlaying Oregon state and Texas A&M uh, Texas A&M minus minus one sixty. Oregon state minus two twenty. cook that up. Um, find a find a good book. I'm seeing that plus one thirty six. Oh, 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 I love it! I love it. So you're hearing this first on the College Baseball Experience. That's Noah Beanick, folks. Uh, we have before we get out of here, it's time to bring in the closer, a lock and a dog from your boy Pick Dundee and Noah Beanick. Let's get some music. All right, I am gonna lock up. I'm going to take you to the land down under and lock up Virginia tech, the Hokies. And I'm going to go, ch- I'm going to go chalk on the Texas A and M side of things. I think those two are, are, are solid locks. The dog, the dog is the Texas tech red Raiders to get it done. Let's have some fun. Noah, it's on you, my friend. What are you locking up? Who's your dog? So my lock for this week, I'm going to take Arkansas at home on Friday night. And for my dog, it's hard to fall in love with a dog on this Friday slate with all the aces pitching, but it's college baseball and there's bound to be a few upsets. The one I'll get behind is Utah at plus 175. They're great at home. They get Stanford here and they're a team that I just have not been sold on all year. There you go. He is taking the Utah Utes in an upset there against the Stanford Cardinals in Salt Lake City. 
You heard it here fro- first, folks. Uh, subscribe to the College Baseball Experience. Noah Beenick doing great work there, and, and Noah's on Twitter at seventy seven NB. That is uh, the word seventy, or I'm sorry, S E V E N T Y. If I can spell that correctly, then the number seven, then NB. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The College Baseball Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And uh, look, it, this is a great time of year. I mean, sports, we got you covered with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I mentioned this earlier. We have like 24 different podcasts going around. So, right now, you might be saying, well, the NFL schedule came out. Well, we got you covered. Subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast because they're going to have a breakdown on every single thing there with it when it comes to the NFL schedule. Subscribe to uh, the college football experience because we're breaking down every single game of the, of the season or week by week. And we also went through all 30 coaching hires. We've done all this great work. Uh, transfer portal has been absolutely batshit crazy. So subscribe to the college football experience, the NIL and everything going on there. Uh, also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Jay Wright out at Villanova, some big news, some recruiting news, transfer portal NIL. It's just been a, a, a wild off season in all these sports. So with college athletics, but you know, right now let's stay topical. The NBA playoffs are going on. Terrell Furman Jr., Moonoff, those guys are doing a great job with the NBA uh, gambling podcast. So if the NBA is your thing, we got you covered. If it's uh, if it may, maybe you're not an NBA guy, maybe you're NHL. We got you covered. NHL gambling podcast. Maybe you're. We maybe, love the NHL playoffs. Yes, the NHL playoffs are fantastic. Can't get enough of them. I've been watching that Penguins Rangers series. That was fucking great. I'm uh, split on that series. I mean, like growing up, I was a Red Wings fan and grew up kind of hating the Penguins because of 08, 09, the Stanley Cup series there back to back. And I was a bandwagon Red uh, Rangers fan because I grew up playing goalie in hockey. So I loved Lundquist and Igor has been great too, but he's a little bit of a diva. Um, but yeah, that series has been great. That series has been absolutely fire. And I grew up not liking the Penguins as well. <laughs> um, I'm a Caps fan. Caps fan can't can't like them, but okay. Uh, look, I mean, there's so many. The USFL Gambling Podcast. I host that as well. Me, Patty C, and NC Nick. We got you covered. I'm telling squirt. you, in DFS this week. I think you should because I've only been on fire. <laughs> I finished first out of a thou- uh, like a th- couple thousand. I think it was uh, the first week of the season on DFS, and since then I've only had one uh, one week where I didn't earn money. We have episodes. I'll make sure I don't jump in the same tournament. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. If I have to split that with you, no, I'm just, that, that's the that's the most revealing part. Is like I gave away that lineup, no one backed it, and I hit for hit for a thousand dollars. And I'm you know, sitting, like people back it, but they'll change like one player. Like I got a hunch in Shea Patterson this week. Man, I hated that draft pick. But, you know. uh, we got you covered there. I mean, MLB Gambling Podcast. Noah Beenix uh, uh, contributes often there. Check out the NBA, uh, the MLB. Like I said, if MLB is your thing, you got you covered there. We have it at what NASCAR gambling podcast. Uh, you know, NASCAR is having a great season ratings wise. The, the SGPN network Zed run. All right. Virtual horse racing, but also check out if you like, we got the triple crown going on. How great was that? Kentucky Derby, the notorious OTB podcast. I, I highly strike. recommend that. Yeah. Rich strike. How that was the fucking great, greatest story. I feel awesome. like of the season of the year, that probably tweet, I tweeted out the overhead angle of that race Fantastic. where he just comes up yeah. from the back. He was like 16th out of 20 that, that tweet did great for me. And then also I jumped in the mud with you guys. I compared uh, some, I compared who was, it? I you jumped I compared, on uh, Mike Leach, you, uh, a friend of the program. Yeah, Mike yeah. Leach. I compared St. Peter's to, I don't know who it was, but that got over 150,000 impressions. I was like, dang. So there we go. There we go. Uh, Follow Noah Beanick at 77 NB. And like I said, all those podcasts are out there. There's also the SGPN Fantasy Sports, the Fantasy Football Podcast. There's just so many ones going on. I mean, uh, if, if soccer is your thing, we got you covered there. The Soccer Gambling Podcast, it, can, it goes on and on and on. Just search around and get the SGPN app. You have access to all of that. Also, the Slack channel, me and Noah are in there all the time. Whatever the sport is, you want to know who's going to win? I don't know. The the Tokyo 47500. Uh, I'm sure we got you covered that or an arm wrestling matchup in Baghdad. I'm sure we'll have some type of channel hop in there. We cover it all. All right. So hop in there. You'll enjoy it. And uh, look, uh, we got, we got the, the college baseball 
tournament right around the corner. So you better believe we're going to have you covered when it comes to college baseball as the season continues to uh, to heat up there. So until next time, this is the college baseball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from a land down